What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Season Gaming Big Cast episode 91. And guess what? what? Chiefs. Chiefs! Chiefs did it. Yeah. We, we were going to record this. So it's Monday as we're recording this. Right. We were going to record Sunday, but things came up. Shit happens. Yeah. and uh, Out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and all over the place. got really sick, and then <laughs> Super Bowl happened. So we're recording Monday. We were going to do a little bet on the Super Bowl. I'm glad I didn't. Yep. Um, but yeah, Chiefs. It's crazy Chiefs. here right now. It's going to get nuts. Uh, if it weren't for the weather that we're supposed to get, yeah. um, I don't know how the parade is going to go. The, the Royals had like 700,000 people. Yeah, it's going to be and nutty. This is probably, probably be, they're, they're forecasting 2 million people Holy down crap. at the Union Station in Kansas City. And For those of you who aren't aware, <laughs> you can't fit 2 million people no, down there. <laughs> no, 700,000 people were abandoning their cars on the highway. Yeah. On interstates, like the one that goes straight through downtown Kansas City, there were cars in the two left or right lanes and couldn't get anywhere. People were parking on grass, just wherever they could go. And it's going to be chaos. They closed schools. Oh, so yeah. to give you an idea, Kansas City, schools are closed yeah. Wednesday because so many families are going to go to the parade. They were yep. like, why bother having school? I mean, that, they did it for the Royals too. So. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't happen very often here in Kansas City, so you got to take advantage. Yeah, but, they you know, from here on out, you never know. Mahomes magic, baby. Mahomes, man. Yeah, gosh, he's so good. You see that picture, that the meme where, you know, the Niners got their second pick on them and the whole defense lined up in the end zone and like, oh, yeah. like posed and it was like, what are you doing? The yeah. game is not even that close to over yet. Like. I Come I knew on. they were coming back after that because then the, I think they came back down and after their interception of Garoppolo, they went over there and did the same thing at the end of the game. Well, supposedly Mahomes walked over to uh, the sideline and said something to the effect of like, "Remember this moment because it's going to be remembered for a long time." And it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah, that dude's inspirational. Guy's good. It's cool to see someone so talented have a proper head on his shoulders. Right. It's not. It doesn't happen. No, often. not it's in pretty the NFL. rare, oh, especially so. in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, he's a pretty good dude. Yep. Good dude. <clears throat> so, awesome. Well, I, you know, we don't want, not the football podcast, but if, it, if they had different overtime rules last year, remember they lost the Patriots sure. overtime, but they never yeah. got the ball. Nope. So, they're, I mean, they were very close to potentially going back-to-back in his first two seasons. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. He's 24 years old. He's got an MVP, a Super Bowl MVP, and a Super Bowl. And a Lombardi, yeah. Yeah. And he's doing all right. He's doing okay. Hey, it's a record, by the way. He's yeah. the young He broke uh, Brady's record mm-hmm. and something else. Roethlisberger, I think, was the other one that was under 25. Yeah, crazy. He's going to get paid so much money. That's true. Yeah, that's <laughs> so true. much money. Yeah. And he deserves every bit. He's a good dude. Yep. All right, so video games. Video games. <laughs> so we're going to kick off as we've been doing with our weekly poll. So weekly poll this week, um, as you may have noticed, Nintendo president came out and said they have no plans to release a Switch Pro upgraded Switch hardware in 2020, contrary to what I think many were hoping and rumors that uh, obviously had been spread. So we did the poll on that this week, basically saying, are you disappointed that Nintendo is not going to release a, a upgraded Switch in 2020? So it was about... Well, it wasn't really close. So 27%, 27.5% said yes, and 725 said no. And a lot of the responses on no were really around, um, we're already getting two new consoles this year. Switch is complimentary for what the Switch does. It doesn't need to be high tech. Uh, a lot of things like that. Yeah, I wouldn't call the Switch complimentary. As we'll see here in the sales here. <laughs> no, no. Well, it's, not it's, for a lot of people. Right, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a huge... I understand where they're coming from, though. You know, being... And these the, are individual the opinions. Right, yeah, yeah. And hardcore gamers, you know, I mean, we are we want the, the best tech. We want the best looking stuff, you know. Yeah, I said, yes, powerful. I'm disappointed. I wanted yeah, to Yeah, I'm 100% disappointed. Yeah. Um, actually, I've been playing uh, 
Fire Emblem, finishing up my... Uh, I heard it's excellent. It's so good. And I, I didn't give it the proper you know chance when it came out. And I've been uh, playing it. The only problem I have with this is that the, the save switching over from console to console because I take my, my light downstairs at night. Uh, and the save, there's no online saves. You I mean, transfer. I mean, it's only 2020, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, Calm down. I'm sorry. I should have been <laughs> playing. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm a little disappointed. You have to I, manually transfer? Yeah, you got to manually. You just got to, you got to, you can do it between consoles. So you can like oh. transfer, you know, saves when oh. they're sitting next to each other. It's stupid. Wow. I, some, some games do have online saves. Yeah. I, you know, and, yeah. and I, I guess I just didn't ever look for Fire Emblem because I've always done it manually. It probably does, and I've been wasting my time, and now I'm upset. <laughs> so, but yeah, I want some more powerful hardware. I want to, you know, it'd be nice for a, like a 1080p screen and you know some battery life. Just want, if I do everything the Switch does in native 1080p, right? That'd be cool. Yeah, and you know, last longer than three hours. Yeah, and the battery, yeah. you know, which battery tech, even since the Switch launched launched in 2017, has come a long way. So I haven't no charged reason. my Xbox Elite controller in three months. Dude, that thing lasts forever. <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's exaggerated, yeah. but dang, it wasn't man. even out three months ago. But yeah, yeah, yeah. nevertheless, it was. I mean, I, that thing lasts forever. It, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, man. Yeah. I know it's not you know putting a screen on and everything, but that's crazy. You could you could do something better, Nintendo. Yeah. It's not like you're broke. You know, fix <laughs> fix the Joy-Con. Speaking drifting. of which, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, <laughs> so. <laughs> We've got uh, end of the fiscal quarter, and so naturally Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony uh, releasing their results. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. As of as we're recording this, um, Xbox and Nintendo have released the results, and PlayStation is due like now. They're probably yeah. having the meeting right now. Um, the expectations are very in line with what Microsoft saw. We're coming to the tail end of the generation for the Xbox and the PlayStation, and so you start to see hardware sales wind down, and year over year it looks like there's a decline. Um, but anyway, back to the Switch. Uh, it's not seeing a decline. In fact, it just continues to blow everything away. Um, in fact, it's sold through now 52.8 million units as of December 31st, so Boom. by the end of 2019. And the way they report their numbers is really weird. They called it the fiscal quarter, but it was like nine months. And I'm like, that's not a quarter. That's I don't not- know what Nintendo is, but anyway. That's a Nintendo quarter. <laughs> So 52.8 million units, which I did some research on this. It's officially faster than the PlayStation 4, which, as we all know, PlayStation 4 is the second best-selling console of all time now. It passed the PS1 one. and the Wii oh, for total sales. Okay. No, PS2 is number one. Okay. PS4 is now number two. Um, but as far as I can tell, I think the Switch is now the second fastest-selling console of all time, only behind the Wii. The Wii did 45 million units in two years. The Switch is at 52.8 in two and a half years. Now, the Switch may be number one. If you go in and look at all this data, all the, the charts are so close and the numbers aren't exact. But I think based on what I saw, the Wii was still faster out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can remember, the Wii Fever was ridiculous yeah. when that thing first came you out. You couldn't find anything. No, anything. no. It was selling for near like a thousand bucks if you had a Wii and a few games like it launched. It was crazy. But yeah. um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, Switch is selling like mad. Their software sales now... 123 million units in the fiscal, what they're reporting as the fiscal quarter, which is a 30% year-over-year increase, Um, which when you see 30% year-over-year increase, um, people are getting paid. Yeah. (laughs) My gosh, man. Yeah, so Nintendo is just killing it. Um, It goes without saying, so we talked a lot about this like a year ago, year and a half ago, when you first came on the Big Cast, we were talking about how the Switch 
curve was going to happen and would it die down but probably not because the 3ds was going to phase out right and the switch was going to act as like the home console and the portable console right and with ds sales always being so popular the switch has kind of taken that place of both and it's just capitalizing it's it's disgusting i mean nintendo there is no reason i don't have you know i should not have metroid prime for right now in my hands joy cons shouldn't be drifting right. like come on you don't even care nintendo online should function you know That's over 24k or whatever right. it is we, we we say that all the time you know yeah. they're just it's nintendo and they're gonna nintendo as hard as anybody else so it, it, it's <laughs> we're it's, turning it into a verb yeah they, they've nintendo everything <laughs> it, it is what it is i mean I, I the switch i love it i love the switch i love being able you know the portability is great um, I love a lot of the games on there. I've got several games that I have on not only the Switch, but also a home console. Um, if we got to the <laughs> point where all online saves were, you know, cross-platform, I would absolutely buy more games on my Switch that I already have. Because, yeah, you know... It's I mean, just your portable factor. Right. In March, uh, what's the... Outer Worlds is coming oh, to it. Yeah. You know, we and, were going to talk about that. Oh, okay. March 6th, On <laughs> March 6th, <laughs> We'll still talk about that later. Um, but it's 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 games like that, you know, that you want to start seeing. You yeah. know, you want to start seeing those cool big third party games like The Witcher Three. Yep. If Red Dead Two and came out for it, I would lose I'd be my in trouble. Yeah, I'd lose my crap. Yeah. I mean, it would, it would it would be insane. Well, but, uh, so CD Projekt Red came out and said that um, they had a quote yesterday, this weekend, basically saying that it, it we don't think that CD. Uh, God, I can't stop. I'm going to start drinking and they help. That Cyberpunk is going to work on the Switch. But then they said, but we didn't think the Witcher was going to either. And, you know, they got it to work. So who knows? Man. And and if they do release a stronger Switch next year, then they'll be all good for games like Cyberpunk. Yeah, just bring it on, boys. (laughs) Whenever you guys want to do it. You know, I mean, it's it's fine. We'll, We'll buy it. It'll be fine. Dude, I'm, I I can't even open this can. That's the type of night I'm having right now, and it's a truly can, which is making me look ridiculous. Sorry yeah. about that sound for you on audio. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, the switch is just out of control. Um, I don't think anyone at this point, because there were a lot of us, including us, that were saying, okay, the switch fever will die out, you know, and it'll kind of level off and what. It's just not. Nope. It's just it's just getting stronger. So strong. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, we'll see what continues to happen with the Switch. I'm one of those where I'm indifferent to the Switch. Like, I, I, I know, I recognize its um, qualities. I recognize game library. Uh, the portability is great. Um, you know, they're doing everything right for the Nintendo fan base like we've talked about. But I'm just, I'm indifferent to it. I don't play mine much. I, I don't know. I'm weird, but yeah. it is what it is. There's so many things to play everywhere. So, I mean. And I don't play portable much. You know, yeah. and the only time I play portable is if I'm traveling, and usually when I'm on a plane nowadays, I'm writing or working. So mm-hmm. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I gotcha. Anyway, yeah. so fiscal results continuing on that front. So Microsoft and, and Xbox. So Microsoft in general is just you know their numbers are absolutely absurd, richest company in the world. Um, but specific to Xbox, uh, gaming revenue was down 21 percent year over year. Um, but the CFO, uh, Amy Hood said, you know, they attribute this to a decrease in hardware sold. Like we said, predictable drop, given that this represents the final holiday season of the current console generation. And they actually forecasted this drop, um, you know, in the uh, previous quarter. So they knew that gaming revenue was going to be down. The more interesting thing for people like us is that game pass subscriptions nearly doubled, which is kind of crazy to think about because it was like. 
a few months ago, they don't never talk numbers, right? But a few months ago in an interview, it was either Spencer or someone else that let slip that was at nine and a half million players. Game Pass. Nine and a half million subscribers. Okay. So, so you're probably close to 20 million now. Well, I don't know if they mean doubled just in the quarter or since last year. They're, they're not super specific, but regardless, yeah. you're, you're, you're almost guaranteed to be 10, 12 you know, whatever million. Right. right. And, and you don't know how those numbers are gauged, especially with Microsoft. I don't know why they just, just don't come out and be like, hey, this is what it is. Who cares? I mean, like, literally, who cares? Aside from the people, the Twitter guys. That don't matter. Yeah. Hashtag Twitter guy. <laughs> Hashtag Twitter guy. Those guys, I don't, you know, nobody cares about them. You know, it, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it does not matter. Just come out and say, hey, this is how much we sold. There it is. Yeah. You know, guess what? We're still making billions yeah, and yeah. billions of dollars, hand over fist. Yeah, they were. I think it was three point three billion this quarter, and yeah. it's like, yeah, that's you know they're doing all right. Yeah. Um, and Xbox Live uh, monthly active users, MAU, you might see sometimes monthly active users uh, reached a new record as well. So yeah. previously they were at sixty. I'm going off memory. I want to say sixty five or sixty eight million active users. So they're probably over seventy now, which is, you know, it's way up there with Steam and um, PSN. Yeah, I don't know what MAU is. Now I do. Thank you very much. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what. When you read through these, <laughs> yeah, I actually read the, the actual yeah. fiscal. Yeah, there's all kinds of acronyms you have Xbox to know. Xbox Live Mao. That's what I read. And I was like, okay. No, that makes sense. That's awesome. You so, know. And but, Sony's expected to report very similar. Like right. I said, this is happening as we record. But same thing. You know, overall revenue probably down year over year just due to the, the slow decrease there. But Yeah, um, I'm wondering if like Game Pass like Ultimate Game Pass and Xbox Live, if that has anything to do with, you know, obviously they're connected if you if you go to the Ultimate, right? Yeah, Game that's Pass true. Like, that's you know, true. So, Very good point. Yeah. And, and I, it just... And it brought that PC crowd in too. Right, yeah. yeah. You get, yeah, you had some, you know, new users over there. But, you know, again, this is why we just need some numbers and just be like, hey, <laughs> we can accurately report this instead of saying, yeah. They might as well just good. move to a thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> just, we got some more guys playing. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's what we've been saying before. The, the arguments around these three companies are just absurd. They're all making billions of dollars. They're all successful. They're all going to go well into uh, for years and years. So just enjoy the games. Stop worrying about the, you know, the ridiculous hashtag Twitter guy stuff. Yes. So I just quickly checked for the Sony, Sony earning stuff. Not out yet. Not yet. Okay. Yeah. It'll be right after we record. Yes. As soon so. as we're done, <laughs> we'll make an edit. Yeah. <laughs> Flash in. Yeah. Breaking so. news. <laughs> So um, let's move on to the news, and there's a lot to talk about this week. Uh, there's just a, a lot of things that kind of happened, and the, the biggest thing that I wanted to talk about that I think people almost kind of looked over because it got mentioned so casually. Yeah, not me. No, this is super <laughs> exciting. Yeah. So a new studio has opened, Archetype Entertainment, and we did post this on our site if you follow us. Uh, you kind of would have been up to speed on this, but this is um, a new studio under the Wizards of the Coast uh, company who are responsible for Dungeons and & Dragons and Magic the Gathering. Now, this studio, what makes this so interesting is that uh, you've got some of the key people who were involved in some of the greatest Western RPGs of all time, including some of the Bioware greats. So James Olin, who uh, is going to be the head of the studio. If you don't know Olin, he was previously the creative director and the lead designer at Bioware during when they, the days when they made Baldur's Gate, Knights of the Old Republic, and the original Dragon Age. So you've 
there's not even you couldn't say a bad thing about any no. of the three of those games. Those are just three classics. Mm. Chad Robertson is uh, the vice president and studio general manager. So those two guys are basically running the studio. Right. Um, and he was previously at Bioware as the studio general manager and the head of technology. Um, and then the name that really got overlooked that wasn't reported was Drew Carpishan. Excuse me. He's the guy who actually wrote Mass Effect 1 and Knights of the Old Republic. Two of the greatest stories that have been told in gaming, in my opinion. Yeah. So, uh, along with the, you know, kind of what I saw, those are the three big names, but there's other people, animators, and other kind of core people from Bioware and other big studios that are joining these guys. So, this is literally like a, a dream team. Yeah. And they said they're making a sci fi role playing game. And they said, if you look at their mission statement, it is to create the best role playing games on the planet without EA. <laughs> yeah, without EA, that's, they're under a role-playing fantasy. I mean, yeah, company. If they just do an updated version of, you know, any of these games, not necessarily the same universe. I know what you mean. Don't, not remaster, right? But, just yeah, take yeah, the take the tenant. You don't have that very much anymore. It's hard to find. Like Greedfall was, you know, very similar to that, but it was done by a very small studio, and they didn't have the the resources. I don't think. Yeah. For what they had, they did a great job, yeah. but. This is huge. You know, Drew, if you're watching this, because I know you're a big seasoned gaming guy, there you go. call me. Um, I'm here for <laughs> back rubs, um, any kind of massages <laughs> that you may need, anything you need, free of charge. You're going to be typing so much. Yeah, I'll fly out to wherever. doesn't really matter. Yeah, we, we want you, and take your time, you know, yep. no problem. I, I, I usually want to see stuff early, and, and I want stuff now, but this is, I'm, I'm willing to, you know, Set those feelings aside <laughs> if you bring us something amazing. With a group like this, you just give them money and say, "Take, you know, do your thing. Right. Leave, leave them alone. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Just do D- it, man. Don't tell them what they should do. Let them do nope. what they know they need to do. Exactly. So, <clears throat> take yeah. notes. So, super excited. If you, like I said, you aren't paying attention, check our site. That's Archetype Entertainment. Um, they do have their Twitter account up, their social media accounts. Follow them. You will want to know what they are making. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, other big news. Um, Resident Evil 8. So, Resident Evil you know, 2 Remake, one of the best games last year. Resident Evil 7, big hit. Awesome kind of rethink or reimagining, I guess you could say, of the franchise. So, Resident Evil 8, rumors. Uh, not rumors, but some pretty steady information here. It's going to be first person again. Some people like that. Some people are hoping back to third. I actually like it. Uh, Ethan's going to return as the protagonist. So, you played Ethan in Resident Evil 7. And, you know, there was an ending there that obviously can be continued upon um chris redfield oh yeah 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 i'm sitting here talking to you like you finished it you don't know no. chris redfield will make an appearance that's all they said nice uh zombies are going to return cool. so you didn't really fight zombies in resident evil 7 it was more kind of creatures mm-hmm. um and then werewolves that's are going to cool. debut so if you imagine you know first person resident evil with zombies back in werewolves that's already sounds cool as hell um, the only thing that's questionable to me anyway is that they said there's going to be a new stalker type. And in a few of the Resident Evils, including Resident Evil 2 Remake and the upcoming Resident Evil 3 Remake with Nemesis, the stalker type is the guy who just shows up and is just indestructible yeah. right? and kind of chases you around. And I don't like that. Super that really sure. it, it like ruins the game for me. Because mm. you just... Everyone plays games at their own pace. Right. And I don't like being forced to say, okay, you have to run from this room now and hide because this guy's coming after you. It's why I didn't think Outlast was that great as a horror title. Okay. Some people do. I didn't. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> and won't Hard be playing pass. in VR? 
No, no, <laughs> absolutely not. I It'd be cool, some, actually, to see if they do VR again for this one. Did they now? Was VR like added on later on in Resident Evil Seven? In Seven, it was. Okay. Yeah, but it's the full game. It's not like a mission. You know, it's the whole thing. I've I have it. I've never gone back to play it. I, I need to do that. Yeah, there's no chance. <laughs> I am going to stay as far away from this as possible. I got to uh, I'll, the I'll gate. I'll do a review on this one. Yeah, I got to the gate on Seven, and uh, some crows flew out from some brush, and yes, I stopped. Immediately right there, because that was probably, I mean, that, that was enough for me. That's how big of a pussy I am. So, I'm done. You should watch, Thanks. like, um, those guys I watch, you know, like RKG. Yeah. Uh, back on the Prepare to Try, they did a, a full playthrough of Resident Evil. You I, should I watch a little bit. You of should watch it, because it's it's just, that way you're not freaked out. You're just watching it, but it's it's a, it's a pretty gory game. It's pretty serious. Yeah, it looks cool. I mean, I saw some stuff with, like, a cop and... That, I guess happens early, and that wasn't yeah. very pleasant. Yeah, so, yeah, he doesn't. I mean, it, it's, it's not even the blood that bothers me; it's the jump scares. Yeah. I can't yeah. deal with it. I'm about, I'm like literally two seconds from a heart attack. So I mean, <laughs> I don't need anything else to kill me. Well, this sounds good. Um, it you does know, sound awesome. Yeah, Nemesis comes out uh, March. Sure. April? Yeah, yep. comes out comes out this year. Um, as usual, I didn't put the damn release date here, and I forget off the top of my head, but. Yeah. Uh, there, I think there was, now this is just a rumor, this wasn't in this information, but I could have sworn I saw something about this releasing this year. It might be a fall title, who knows? So, we'll say that'd be, awesome, be, that'd be great. Especially if it's, you know, optimized for the next gen, so. Uh, we already kind of touched on this one, but Outer Worlds, uh, one of our favorite games of last year, my favorite game of last year, is coming to the Switch, March yeah. 6th. Um, if you are a, you know, hardcore Switch player listening to us and you haven't played this yet on, on any other platform, pick it up. Fantastic RPG. Yeah. Um, very kind of old school, Bioware-ish, Bethesda-ish, lots of uh, personalities. Best sense of humor I've seen in a game yeah. in a long time. Best writing I've seen in a game in a long time. And uh, player choice that actually matters, and you can play through it multiple times. The only thing to be aware of here is if you're an old old guy like me who likes the Switch physical games, um, there's no cartridge. Even if you buy this at a store in the case... There's no cartridge to be had here. It's just a code in the box, which, come on. Yeah. You wait, that, come on. Just go find a Switch game that's like $2. Get online and, you know, search up like the box art. You can just have it, you know, you don't have to go out and Yeah, you can make your own. Yeah, you can, yeah, just buy it later. You I have, later, um, later. I have printed out custom, um, casework for Skyrim for the Switch. Perfect. People made some really cool ones, yeah. Mm. But, um, yeah, anyway, check that out. Uh, one of the other pieces of news this week that I really, really got excited about for ARPG guys is Torchlight is back. So they were making Torchlight Frontiers, which, you know, kind of at first sounded like they were trying to switch up the Torchlight formula a little bit um, and kind of expand it a little bit differently from your standard ARPG. But they have now switched that. They said they're expanding the game. They've gotten a lot of good feedback from the beta testers who have been playing it early. And basically, they're creating another player class, and they're just going to make it Torchlight 3 officially. Might as well, man. So, Torchlight's awesome. Torchlight's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Awesome loot game, especially if you love loot like I do. Um, so, yeah, this is this is pretty good news. They released like a minute and a half video talking about it, giving some details. It's going to be a, a big full-price game, and uh, it is coming this year in 2020 to Steam. Mm-hmm. So, that, excuse me, they didn't announce uh, any console platforms yet. But knowing that Torchlight 2 more recently came to consoles, I would hope that Torchlight 3, you know, the console releases are just after they get it out on PC. So sure. maybe, hopefully, early 2021 or something like that. Yep, man. I'm, I love Torchlight 1. I didn't play 2. Um, 2 is 
Torchlight one was really addictive, but Torchlight yeah. two really expanded. It's a much bigger game. See, yeah, that's that's what I was afraid of. So, you know, it's in a good it, way. Though. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's. I just there's there's it probably came out at a time where I had so much other things going on. And it was yeah. PC only for right. the like five years. Yeah, it, that's crazy to me. Stupid. But I'll play this one for sure. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there day one. Um, I don't know about on Steam. We'll see. But I'll be there day one when it releases on uh, console. Since you have your $21,000 computer coming, you, <laughs> <laughs> you can play it first day, man. Yeah, I could. <laughs> I could. We'll see. We'll it's see. not $21,000. No, no. eighteen. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> but another classic returning is Wasteland. So we heard about this before, you know, with uh, Exile now being part of Xbox Game Studios. They are going back and, you know, putting a lot more production value and time into Wasteland 3, which is their big title releasing later this year. But they went back and remastered Wasteland. Now, if if you're not familiar with this, this is really, really going back. This is late 80s Western RPG, post-apocalyptic. It's basically taking the original Fallout formula. If you played Fallout 1 and 2 before it went to 3D, uh, is what Wasteland did. And so this is coming on February 25th. Uh, it's going to have new music, controller support, and a bunch of quality of life improvements as you would expect. Um, it is Game Pass Day 1, so you know Game Pass PC or Xbox, it's going to be there. But um, this is still going to be cool to go back to. It's a very cool game, but yes, it is very, very dated at this point. Yeah. I mean, it's 30 years old. So. And when does 3 come out? It comes out this year too, right? I believe May. May, yeah. May, I guess this will get you, it's kind of like a small primer. Primer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's fine. And obviously, you know... Um, Kind of get you into the universe, and if you have Game Pass, probably one of those games that's perfect for Game Pass, because I don't right. think, a, unless you're a really old-school PC guy, you're not running out to buy the original Wasteland nowadays, but no. kind of get you, get it back into your mindset for when 3 comes out. 3 is actually looking beautiful. Yeah, it looks really good. Looks great. Mm-hmm. So. All right, what else we got? We got a whole bunch of stuff here, man. So this Lord. just happened today, so the fact that we're recording uh, Monday instead of Sunday, this happened, so Platinum Games has launched a Kickstarter, of all things, to do a wonderful 101 remastered. And so that actually opened today, as we're recording, and they began by asking for $50,000, which kind of threw people for a loop, and I know there's a backstory there that I haven't fully read through, but $50,000 doesn't do anything in terms of game development. So, But uh, it was about nine hours had passed when I typed this up, and they were already (laughs) over 650000 from from nearly ten thousand backers. So if you do the math there, people are seriously spending some money um, on this. But the uh, the interesting thing here is it's originally coming to Steam and Switch. Had a stretch goal to land on the PS4, but uh, no Xbox One. So yeah. there's further stretch goals to like one million, one and a half million, but it adds stuff to the game. Right. There's no Xbox One version. So. You know, this goes back to the whole conversation around Platinum Games and the relationship with Microsoft after the Scalebound fallout, and is there some underlying kind of bad blood or, you know, difficulties, whatever, around yeah. why this isn't coming to Xbox. That's fine. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it would be cool to play it, you know, for everybody to, get, you know, have the chance to do it, but, you know, I don't know all the ins and outs of exactly what happened behind the scenes. I don't think, I don't think anyone does. does no. Yeah, so it's... You know, I get it. You know, you're probably, you know, mad about something. Fine, that's cool. There's plenty of other versions, for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's three (laughs) other places you can play it. Go play it. So the comment that came out today, or maybe not today, but recently, too, was that um, Platinum actually wants to buy the Scalebound IP from Microsoft. 
Mm. from Xbox. This isn't going to help. <laughs> <laughs> you know? This is not the way to go this about this. Not, yeah, if you want to do that, then what are you doing here? I think what I wrote about this was Nintendo actually owns that wonderful 101 IP. Yeah. And they basically said, yeah, either do it with us or do it by yourself. You know, that was like the quote that I saw somewhere. Just, you know, whatever you want to do. So it was it was Steam and PS4 or no Steam and Switch or was it Switch and Steam was their their goal? Oh, the order. Yeah, I can't yeah, remember exactly what it was. But it was probably Switch first and then Steam after that and PS4 and then was uh, the last one. Whatever. If it's a good game, I will play it. If not, I never played it. I never bought it. Yeah, it didn't sell well. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I saw. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. were like, you know, a lot of people missed out on this. I've never even heard of it until today, so... <laughs> you probably didn't play it. No, I did not play it. Well, you know, if it's good, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, so we'll see what, what this ends at. I mean, it's crushing goals right now. It's still got like 30-some days to go. Yeah. Um, so we'll see where this ends at. Uh, speaking of funny quotes you were talking about, I saw one today. This is completely off topic, but um, one of the presidents of PlayStation... No, excuse me, Nintendo, came out and said... <laughs> said the... Re- <laughs> It's too funny, I can't even get it out. He said the reason that PS1 outsold the N64 so heavily is that people like to play depressing games in the dark by themselves. That's fair, because there were a lot of those. <laughs> you can see, let's see, Parasite Eve and D and you know, Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? Just yeah. throw that out there as a, as a reason. Someone posted there like, yeah, because I, I hated um, Crash Bandicoot, Jack yeah. and Dexter, Spyro. Exactly. Uh, you know, like all these classic games that were on the PS1. It's just, uh, you wonder where these old guys come up with these quotes. It's like, eh, from Nintendo, you can say whatever he wants. That's true, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I think that probably made him $3 million. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what happened. Nice. All right, so going back into the history books again, one I'm super excited about that we talked about uh, after E3 is Fantasy Star Online 2. The beta rolls out this week on Xbox. It is up for Xbox Insiders as of today as we're recording this. I actually installed it just a few hours ago. So, 68? 68 gigs. Jeez. Yeah, I went to install it, and I, I figured, you know, those graphics, whatever. I was like, ah, it would be 15 gigs or something, the full game. 68 gigs. So be prepared if you're going to install this. That is, it is uh, um, uh, enhanced for the Xbox One X. So that could be part of it. I don't really know. I didn't go into the details of why it's 68 gigs, but that's a big game. Dear Lord. Um, So if you want to play this and you're not familiar, you need to be an Xbox Insider, which you have to sign up for. Um, But the download link is live now, so you can pre-install it. The beta actually doesn't begin until Friday. Uh, Starts, uh, let's see, Friday, February 7th, 5 p.m. Pacific. So as you're listening to this. And then it runs through Saturday at midnight or Sunday, 12 a.m. Pacific. So about a day and a half, you get the... That's it? That's it. It's just a quick beta. Yeah. So yeah. I'm planning to jump in... Uh, well, I'm planning to jump in either Friday night or Saturday. Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, you know, check this it. out, and I'll report back. Yeah, yeah, if you want to jump in together, man. I love some Fancy Star Online now. It has been, of course, 20 years since I last played it, right? Yeah. So it may feel a little dated, but we'll see. Cool. People still love it. Yeah, man. So... Damn, 68 gigs. 68 gigs, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Um, anyway, looking forward to that one. And in more bizarre kind of classic news here, I figured we'd touch on, is that Atari, back in the news, for opening gaming-themed hotels. This is a brilliant idea, I think. <laughs> I mean, I love this. It could be. I love the quote. So anyway, it's going to be eight hotels across uh, major cities. And here's the actual quote off their site around what these hotels are going to be like. The Atari hotels will feature common areas following the latest trends in hotel hospitality, 
with a focus on video game universe and the Atari brand. They will include state-of-the-art eSports studio, an Atari gaming playground, meeting and event rooms, co-working spaces, restaurants, bars, bakery, movie theater, and gym. They are targeted at family or business travelers, isn't that everyone? Providing a luxurious, relaxed, and one-of-a-kind experience. Cool, man. So That's awesome. Do it up. It sounds like this is going to be kind of higher end, which... Do they, do they say what cities? Yes, they did. I don't have them listed here. It's uh, Kansas City is not one of them. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to say uh, San Fran, Seattle, um, Chicago, Austin. I'm going off memory here. Probably New York. Yes, might have been. Yeah, uh, Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, it's on our site, so check it out if you want to see if your city's on there. But yeah, this sounds kind of crazy. I could. You can kind of see it, right? Because I, I stay in a lot of hotels with travel and whatnot, and they really are not accommodating to tech people. No. They're just not. I think I did I send you a picture of that TV that was yes. in the hotel? Dude, that was this, awesome. This was a 32-inch TV from at least a decade ago. Hilarious. Had to be. Um, it still had, um, it's a Polaroid. had DVI ports on it. Oh. And I was like, DVI? That's pretty cool. That's going back. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, you know, if they actually do this tech properly and... The, the bedrooms are really nice with advanced you know networks for gaming. Well, and if they're going to go for it, put a console or a PC or something in every single room. Or be able to pick one. Yeah. Like when you rent the room, they'll yeah. get set one up I for you. I want the Xbox floor. <laughs> I want the PS4 floor. That'd be awesome. <laughs> they're going to give you an Atari 2600 right. on an RF cable. Yep. That's what's going to happen. Our younger listeners are like, what's an RF cable? With the controller with the one red button. That's all you need, man. Playing Pitfall. That's what we're going to be doing. Didn't even need the... Well, I guess you had to jump. Yeah, I was going to say. There were some games that didn't even use the one button. Nope. Just moved. I'll do that, too. Give me the Atari room. (laughs) Kind of curious what they mean about a state-of-the-art eSports studio. The way they worded that's really weird. I mean, if they're going to go like that, I mean, eSports is blowing up, right? So why not just have almost like a a mini stadium where you can have, you know... Like a a mini arena? Yeah, like a mini arena where it's like, okay... You see it in Vegas a lot. You know, a lot of people are there, or, or Los Angeles and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's always set up for that. I mean, there's yeah. your tour. They sponsor a tour for like whatever game they want to do. You know, CS:GO or whatever. You know, and then they go to like these eight different cities. Yeah, that's true. You know, you could have. You know, that's a good point. They could really do something cool with it if they, you know, you know, don't make too big of a bakery. So that's, <laughs> don't that's really focus the on the bakery. Yeah, I don't know though. You get the Eastwards players in there, bakery may may pop off. Yeah, you never know. You know what I want though? I want like one of those pitfall crocodile cookies. That's what they need to make in the bakery. Giant crocodile yeah. cookies. Giant crocodile. I was thinking eclairs, but I like your idea better. Scones. A, a, a gym. Let's be honest. I know. What the hell? Do <laughs> <laughs> I look like I ever use a damn gym? That's gonna be the least used room. It's gonna no. be. Full of dust bunnies. And, <laughs> yeah, you know. Should we just get rid of this and expand the arena? Exactly. Yes. Or the bakery. The bakery, yeah. yeah. Just put a candy store in there. You'd probably sell way more. Yeah. Monst- loaded up with Monster and Red Bull and some yep. sweets. Yeah. Cheetos, Doritos. There you go. Mountain Dew. Woo! We're hitting all the stereotypes here, aren't we? I don't even care. Look at me, man. I'm fucking almost 300 pounds. <laughs> I might have broke it since I haven't worked for <laughs> oh, They're going to call you up. What should we put in here? Yeah. All right. Come at me, Atari. <laughs> Let's do this. So there's a lot of updates for uh, current games right now. So Battlefield Five, and we've talked about Battlefield Five quite a bit and how it you know, didn't really hit the stride that most Battlefield titles have hit. 
So chapter six uh, is launching this week, I believe, Into the Jungle, it's called. There's a new map called Solomon Islands. Looks really, really cool. I always love jungle maps in uh, multiplayer games, um, along with weapons and updates and everything else. And, uh, you know, we'll see if this kind of, we always say if it's going to bring people back to the game or not. I don't really know. Probably not. There's just too much on the market. And, and I did a little research. I've been researching way too much of this stuff lately. But on the uh, the community seems to be really kind of, uh, negative around Battlefield 5 right now to DICE because apparently in one of the more recent updates, and sorry we didn't follow this closer, but they made a, a significant change to the time to kill mm -hmm. with various weapons. And a bunch of people are kind of flipping out about it, saying you've kind of ruined the game here because you can like pepper people with tons of shots and you won't get the kill, and it just kind of changed the, the balance of the game. So um, I'm not close enough to it to know if this is just the, the whiners rising to the top, but it seemed, from everything I looked at, pretty prevalent. So yeah. um, That doesn't surprise me. It, it almost seems like it changes every time they put out a Well, if you remember that happened update. when they first started the yeah. game. Yeah, when we were playing. Yeah, I remember yeah. that stuff. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I don't Isn't know. Isn't that what Jumanji's called, too, Into the Jungle? Or maybe it's something else. <laughs> the second Jumanji was called, it. Nah, I don't know what it was called. I don't know. We're going to have to look that up later. Do we? No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. Let us know if you're listening and big Battlefield Five player. You know, let us know if uh, if there is an issue with the time to kill and if uh, Into the Jungle is going to be something you're interested in. Because honestly, it just from everything I read, it, the update actually looked cool. I reinstalled it, played a couple matches the other day, and I was, um, you know, I was enjoying it. I was doing terrible because I'm way out of sync with you know how to play that game now, but. Um, it didn't seem anything super negative to me, but then I'm not close to it. So. Yeah, it's it's a welcome to the jungle, and that was the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was close. Yeah, close. Yeah. Into uh, the jungle. Into the jungle. Yeah. yeah, you guys are super awesome with your creativity. Oh, <laughs> uh, Battlefield. So Apex Legends, a more popular that was shooter. Nuts. Yeah. So season four trailer, uh, or season four is coming. Excuse me. An amazing trailer about this character called Revenant, and if you haven't watched this, they've done a fantastic job, Respawn has, with these animated kind of character trailers, and this was about two and a half minutes long, and uh, did you watch it? Yeah. It was, it was awesome. Cool. Yeah, it was yeah, really it cool. It was really good. I haven't even played the game recently, and I loved that, that video. It was really neat. Oh, yeah. So, pretty cool about this. Uh, you know, good to see them continue with Apex Legends. I know that dropped off a little bit, but it's still a pretty avid fan base from what I can tell. Yeah. Still being played pretty heavily, so it wouldn't... I think a lot of those Battle Royale games are just... It's, it's hard to stop them once they get going, you know? It, it, I mean, they, they'll do it to themselves eventually, <laughs> you know? Even, well, even once it... Like, they say it's dropped off a bit, right? You're still millions of players, so it's still yeah. a successful game, right? Right. Well, like, Fortnite's also, you know, they're coming out with a brand new engine, you know? So yeah, I think, saw yeah, that. It, that's, that. Nobody knows what it is except for the insiders, I guess. But, yeah, I'm curious to see how that is just from, uh, you know, a gamer perspective, just to see what they're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, so, but I've never been a big fan of Battle Royale because I suck at them. Um, <laughs> but... Apex was pretty fun playing with you guys. That was that, that wasn't too bad. Apex is fun. It's fast paced. Um, it's more like um, a Call of Duty type shooter than right. the other, you know, than the other battle royales. Um, and it's easy to get in and out of matches quickly. Yeah, so. some people were a little upset about the trailer too. I saw that you know, they, were, they were kind of like, well, they thought it was very violent. They thought <laughs> it was you know over the top for what Apex is. I loved it. You know, I thought it was really cool looking. So over the top for what Apex. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, like you know, well, you look that. at like, like, look at the. Uh, I don't know if it was the Game Awards when they had that stupid dude Mirage. Mirage. Yeah, doing the. You know that was super corny. 
And Keely. I guess people were, yeah, they were kind of like, yeah, this sucks. And then they came out with this one, which is completely the opposite of what we saw. Which is why I loved it. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> and there's still people. You're never going to make everyone no, happy. No, no, you never make everyone happy. I thought it was cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Go watch it if you yeah. haven't. Uh, speaking of our best friend, Keely, and he's uh, probably listening right now. Yes, he is. Um, with that Nintendo dude. <laughs> uh, I saw Kojima tweeted today, and of course it was posted everywhere that he's writing his new script. For yeah. he didn't say, he just said working on a new script. Yeah, he's just going along he's done. with along with sushi. He posts a picture of sushi or yes. something else. But anyway, we'll see. I'm hoping, like we talked about last time, I'm hoping he's actually working on the horror game. Yeah, I so. mean, I, yeah. Not me, but yeah. <laughs> the very the very top response on his tweet was, "Will it make sense this time?" <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> yep, I get that. Oh boy, but yeah, we'll see. But anyway, all right. What else we got? What else? Uh, Behemoth. So mm-hmm. if you don't know Behemoth, man, great games. Just really fun. Great sense of humor. So Behemoth, if you're not familiar, Castle Crashers is really all I need to say. Um, Alien Hominid was their first game, Castle Crashers, Pit People, and Battle Block Theater, mm-hmm. which all hilarious games, big games for what you get and what you paid for. They mm-hmm. they supported them really well. They announced that their new game was coming early in the week, and then what they showed was, I think everyone was hoping for a Castle Crashers 2, uh, what they showed was an actual update to Alien Hominid. So it's going to be a game called Alien Hominid Invasion. Um, and so we'll see what this is. It was a kind of a brief trailer, just showed a whole bunch of Alien Hominids, and uh, I would presume that it's going to be some kind of. Um, um, this isn't. They didn't say this, but I'm presuming it's going to be some sort of kind of mix of gameplay. Did you ever play Alien yeah. Dominant? Yeah. Fun game, Super but fun. single player. You know, right. cartoony. I'm thinking it's going to be co-op multiplayer like where you have. Pressures? Yeah, exactly. Right. You're kind of mixing the two where you have multiple aliens, side scrolling guns and different weapons, and I think that could be really, really. Oh neat. yeah, for sure. Then you kind of get both of them in one. Yeah. Because yeah. Alien Dominant awesome. was a. Cool character. Oh yeah, for sure. And you can unlock him in something else too. What did I unlock him? Was it? Was it, it might have been Castle Crashers. I have him in something. It might be Castle Crashers. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, really neat. So pay attention to that. I don't think they really said around you know when it's coming. Not that I can recall. But um, yeah, gonna be a good one. Another uh, thing people are excited for is Spawn in Mortal Kombat 11. So. A lot of people. <laughs> um, I'm actually not that excited for Spawn. I, I know a lot of people are. I don't. I don't really pay attention to it too much. But um, you know, they showed the artwork for him. He looks fantastic, as you would expect. Yeah. And this is going to debut at Final Combat, which is a sanctioned uh, NetherRealm tournament for Mortal Kombat 11. That's happening on March 7th and 8th. So supposedly they're actually going to show Spawn off in gameplay and everything at that point. And I'm really just want to see kind of his gameplay and see his fatalities. I think that would be cool to see how they integrate him into the game. If you've been following Mortal Kombat 11, you know they added Joker recently, right. and he looks fantastic as usual. And they're just NetherRealm just has nailed their niche. Yeah, you know they know what they're doing for their audience. You know, Spawn as a character, I love. I mean, I've still got you know his, the first issues of his comic book. It used to be one of my favorites. I love McFarlane's art style. I thought it was super unique. It was, I, I still love it to this day. I thought the story was really really good. I think it kind of went off track you know maybe about 20 issues in and i kind of stopped i was just like okay you know but it's had you know he was well, he was in the last one too right no he was or, not the last one or the he, one before that he was in um he's in one of them he was yeah, in one of them but before. he was was he the xbox character i can't remember they've done so many cameos now right um but yeah i, mean, I love spawn i mean 
for fans of them, you know, and Mortal Kombat 11, perfect, but, you know, I suck at fighting games. I just suck at everything. <laughs> so, no horror games, no fighting games. Mortal Kombat 11, uh, Steel Case is right above your head, I just noticed. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> That's where it's going to stay. But, yeah, I, I, sadly, this is disgraceful. As much as I begged for Nightwolf to be in Mortal Kombat 10, and now 11, and he finally came, I haven't gone back and played that. <laughs> so, I need Damn to do it. that. Yeah. Anyway, so that'll be pretty cool. Um, and then we've also got DLC coming, the final expansion coming for Metro Exodus. So called Sam's Story, and this arrives February 11th, next week. Yep. Next week. So did you buy the season pass? Yep. So I, I've got, I haven't played the first DLC. Okay. Uh, I can't remember the general one. Um, so I was kind of, I was like, well, I'm just going to wait. Now these are going to be completely separate stories from what I understand, right? Yeah, so it says okay. here, actually. Um Sam's story is a sandbox survival expansion. Right. Players will forge Sam's path on his journey through. Yep. yep. Vladivostok. Yep. On his way home to the USA. That's awesome. So Love Sam. Survival sandbox has me kind of you know that that. Well, that's that, kind of how Metro Exodus was, right? So. The last DLC, from what I understand, was more of like an on-rail, similar to like, you know, the first two games. Yep. You know, and Exodus was more of a sandbox, you know, it's, this one, so this one's supposed to be bigger, okay. um, from what I've read. And so I'm assuming they'll take like maybe one or two of those levels of Metro Exodus or whatever, it is, that size anyway, maybe okay. not necessarily those two levels, and maybe put them together. That's what I'm hoping for as far as, you know, size. Um We'll see. Um, I'm going to play them for sure because I love Metro Exodus. It was one of my favorite games um, of last year nice. or whenever it came out. It was last year. Yeah, it was yeah. last year. Yeah, I mean, so I'm excited about that. Cool. Um, what else came out, man? That Terminator for Breakpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that. I'm, I'm actually going to go back and play some of that. <laughs> so People have said it's actually pretty good. Yeah, which is amazing so, <laughs> considering what we're talking about. But I want to try that out. A lot of stuff coming out. Like, Smaller games, I yeah, like additions, yeah, yeah. Additions. well, even uh, what is it, Dark Crystal Tactics or whatever that one is, or the whatever the Age of Resistance, yeah, comes out, I think, this week, okay, or Friday. Got that one pre ordered, ready go. to go. Well, we were just talking about how, um, you know, need some new stuff to play, yes, and the big games don't start till next month, really, exactly. Dream the um, Dreams full release of Dreams is next week, too, on yep. Valentine's Day. And they're doing some special things with that, so that could be interesting. Like I think they're doing some uh, special. They actually did some in-game awards for people had that had created stuff, but they're going to do some special launch stuff too. And I bought the, you know, the pre, yeah, supporters too. edition or whatever, so I have the full game ahead of time, which is cool. Yep, looking forward to that. But um, you want to talk to us about Journey? Journey. Yeah. So a lot of people have been talking about this one, Journey to the Savage Planet, released. Uh, a thirty dollar game, so half mm. half price game, um, kind of in the you know mid sevens or so average kind of review score. But I've seen a lot of positive people talking about it in terms of like relaxing game. It's funny apparently and has a really Hilarious. cool art style. Yes. Um, so I know you said you beat it. Yep. Yeah. So you're gonna be doing the review for us formally, but right. Talk, yeah. It's, it's talk to me. Talk to you. It's it's. So it, it, at first when I saw it, it kind of reminded me of a little bit of like Outer Worlds. You know, just that. Yeah outer space kind of thing. You're basically a guy, you're on a planet, you've got to search for, you know, resources, and uh, there's there's a, there's a storyline that's kind of, you know, there. It's more just about exploring. 
Um, it's not very big, which is nice, actually. It's kind of, you know, it's, it's open world, but it's not it's sandbox, but it's, you know, compressed. Like, there, there's three different areas. It's not Red Dead. Yeah, it's not Red Dead. <laughs> you know, and each one of those areas is, you know, pretty decent size, except for the last one. It's That's a little bit smaller. But um, tons of different uh, plants, uh, you know, animals or creatures. Um, they've got boss fights. There's, you know... And it really encourages you encourages you to you know explore to find you know to upgrade your items. Some of which are you know going to be you're going to do just doing the main story, um, but some stuff you know like raising your health. You have to eat these weird gooey plant things, you know. And so you've got a certain there's a hundred of those things. Okay, I finished it finding like thirty five of them. So you know you I could have probably yeah. slacker right. <laughs> so now I'm going back and kind of trying to find secrets now that I finished the game. Because it allows you to go back and, you know, do whatever. The humor, yeah. it's probably the funniest game I've played since Outer Worlds. Okay. Um, it might be funnier, only, but it's so so much smaller yeah. and condensed. They have these commercials. And, I mean, I will. <laughs> me and my son just sat there and watched these commercials, like, just in a row. I watched them as I played, and I was like, you got to watch these things. <laughs> and we sat there, and we were dying. I mean, they're just, they're the dumbest things that, you know, you could think of. And it... I don't know what I can't even. There's one where like you know like sea monkeys. Okay. Okay. I know sea monkeys. Okay, you know yeah. sea monkeys. So there's like a commercial <laughs> with this old guy and this younger guy, maybe his son or grandson or whatever, and they've got a mall, like a a set of like a mall, like a model of a mall. And instead of <laughs> sea monkeys, it's humans. And you put them in, you mix them up with your little water, you put them in there, and they walk around the mall and stuff. <laughs> it's, I, I don't mind doing the justice. You can hit like a Black Friday button and. <laughs> all they all fight and you know, and it's like a TV commercial in the game. Yeah, it's like a TV commercial in the game. It's just it's and it's only at your 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 uh, your ship, you know, and you get like messages from other people. Those are also hilarious. Um, so I mean, you read everything. It's, it's it's really for thirty bucks. Very very good game. There are issues, sure. Um, but I'll get I'll touch on those. I, I've heard it's like. Um... People have described it as kind of like a chunk of No Man's Sky, but with a sense of humor. Yes, that's that's fair. Is that pretty fair? I think that's pretty fair. Okay. Um, it's it's got some control issues, All right. which you know are super frustrating, especially you know, and the uh, the big boss battles and the difficulty ramps up at certain points. Okay. And I, I don't like those big difficulty spikes. You know, all of a sudden there's no difficulty slider or anything, so it's just kind of one deal, and it, it's not hard. Until you get closer to the end, and it's just like, oh yeah, we're gonna make this damn near impossible. <laughs> and there, there were times, yeah, where I wanted to punch something. So once I got through it, though, I, I kind of found myself like, okay, you know what? I do want to kind of go and explore and do some other things. So it was, it, it's, it's, it's a weird game for sure. But I think you know, for thirty bucks, yeah. you could do far worse. Cool, cool. I've actually uh, got my copy coming, so I'll be playing that this week too. Um, one thing I wanted to uh, mention that I forgot to mention as we were talking through some of the updates this week is uh, uh, CD Projekt Red going all the way back to Cyberpunk. They mentioned that there's going to be um, 75 what they call street stories. Did you see this? Mm-hmm. Okay, so 75 street stories, which are essentially, I guess, side missions, right? Mm-hmm. But they said that the team that's developing those is a completely separate team dedicated to the street missions so that every mission is unique and you know, like different from just your your nonsense Ubisofty stuff. You know, where it's just fetch quests or, or 
you know, boring stuff. So it sounded really interesting. Of course, only got me more hyped up for Cyberpunk. Yeah, I, mean, gee, I forgot yeah. to mention that earlier when we talked about Cyberpunk, but it just popped in my head, so I wanted to mention it. <sighs> so I'm so you, disappointed that it got pushed back. <laughs> so if you didn't see that, even more reason to be, you know, pumped for Cyberpunk. This but. game, it's got to deliver. You know, I mean... Expectations it, are going to be... They're humongous. Yeah, between that and The Last of Us 2, and I think both will deliver... But yeah. the, the expectations are literally like game of the generation type expectations. Yeah. For both of them, really. For both of them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, I think people already are thinking, what's going to win game of the year? It's either Last of Us or Cyberpunk. Yeah. I mean, you know? yeah. I don't when see. in reality, it's going to be Halo Infinite. So I don't even know why we're talking about this. Yeah. But. It won't make the cutoff date. That's what I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, it'll, be, <laughs> it'll be a day after. Keeley's going to make sure. He's like, when's it release? Okay. Our yeah. cutoff date is one the day PS5 early. PS5 will release on November 14th. The Xbox will release on the 15th. The cutoff is going to be the 14th, 14th. <laughs> for anything released. God damn it, Keely. Yeah. Kojima's script mm-hmm. will be up for game of the year. Oh. <laughs> oh. I had to make sure that didn't come out my nose. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, what else uh, What else playing? Man, I don't know, man. I, I play a little bit more Madden. Um, you know what else I'm, I'm Ma- trying oh, to Madden finish? is in EA Access, by the way. Yeah. So, it's in the vault. So, Madden 20, if you're in... Super Bowl mode still and want to go play it? Go yep. play it. And it's on uh, uh, Project X Cloud. I mentioned that last week. Yes. So playing on my phone a little bit. Um, I'm actually trying to finish off Wolfenstein Youngblood. Okay. Bert and I played that once in co-op, and I haven't touched it since. Yeah, that's probably not a bad thing because it is. It's got. It's like, hey, here's Wolfenstein Two, and all the coolness and all the mechanics and the playability with the most annoying characters <laughs> I've ever seen. I mean, they're just... I mean, and I'm not obviously trying to be sexist. They're two girl, twin girls. Yeah, they're his daughters. They're his daughters. Yeah. And they are... I don't know why they were written this way, but they were just... They're corny as hell. Mm. They're just super corny the whole time, and I just want to... Which is weird, like because you would have figured, you know... Like, they're not badasses. They are badasses. Like, BJ is obviously an ultimate badass, and Wolfenstein right. 2 was beloved so greatly. Right. Why wouldn't you want to stick with that? It feels like they tried to capitalize on the current culture climate Yeah. and somehow missed the mark. Yeah. I mean, there are some things that aren't too bad, but for the most part, it's just them. Culture climate? I don't know what I'm saying. You know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, you know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, it, it, you know, like, they call each other dude all the time, which is fine. I guess, but you know, after a while, it just gets super annoying, and it's. it's Did you finish it? I am. Uh, I don't know where I'm at. I'm at. There's. It's not very big, but you go. It's one of those, you know, kind of Metroidvania where you yeah. gotta go back and forth. Um, a lot of side missions. Um, I think I'm on the third. Like, there's three different towers that you have to take out or whatever. I'm on the third one of those. Okay. Um, but I'm also going back and doing all the side missions because they don't take very long. Okay. You know, and it's it's got a pretty decent difficulty, but, you know, I could never play with somebody else, I don't think, because it would just, you know, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, it, it, I was super excited when it came out, and I played a little bit uh, with our buddy Greg, my buddy Greg, <laughs> and uh, so that was super frustrating. So I decided to just finish on myself because um, I needed, you know, Perfect time, not a lot of games coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna finish it. I'll probably finish it maybe tonight, depending on I don't know how much farther I have to go. Okay, but it, it, it's it's for like a thirty dollar game, maybe twenty bucks. Yeah, it's even cheaper now. I mean, yeah, it I dropped mean, pretty quickly. Yeah, twenty bucks, pick it up, 
there's a, you know, you get the season pass or whatever, the buddy pass, or it comes with the deluxe version, or I think it's... Yeah, it, it, I, I, it was 40 after, for that. Yeah. And, and then, I, I gave the pass to Bert so he could play it. Right, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, somebody else can play it with you yep. if you really want to co-op. And it's it's decent length for a game, too. I mean, so I'll give it that. It, it's just, gosh, I'm, those girls. <laughs> they're just I, they were so poorly written because it's so serious like everything around it yeah exactly and then you've got these two yahoos that just want to call yeah, each other dude and kind of weird the robot <laughs> this is how you as you're killing Nazis yeah it's, I'm not even joking yeah. that's how you pet them you know like if you want to give like a little armor boost to somebody yeah. this is what I do <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> or you go you're like yeah devil horns okay I think I remember that now we only played it once so yeah it's terrible but but also fun. <laughs> yeah, that's all I've been playing, I think. So I've had a lot of time. Yeah, I've been back on Red Dead, and I, I got over my frustration with losing my daily streak, and I mm-hmm. said, all right, I just need to get back to this. So I'm, I'm back at like four days now or something. And gotcha. But they've got some bonuses going on, um, you know, for that kind of give back that Rockstar's doing. But they've had some actual other things in game. Like they had one, for instance, where every time you leveled up your role, Bounty Hunter, Moonshiner, mm-hmm. etc., Every time you leveled up, they would give you a thousand extra XP to that roll. Yeah, it's great. And naturally, I have them all. Maxed <laughs> you have out. them all max, but yeah. naturally, it's it's all screwed up. So I leveled my bounty hunter one level, right? Mm-hmm. And this was like over the weekend. I logged in this morning, and I had four thousand extra XP to, to redeem. Fantastic! So I literally went up multiple levels and unlocked everything. So, but uh, I've been doing the moonshine, and you know, and just just leveling. I think I'm at level eighty-seven of the pass. So I told you I wanted to get the 90 to get the, uh, the oh, Husky. You might as well make it to 100, yeah. I'm going to do 100 because I didn't realize. I was thinking to myself, wait, I never looked at what 100 is. Yeah. And what you actually get is you get an outfit, which doesn't seem that great, but it's John Marston's outfit. Right. It's literally you his outfit. You get Arthur's outfit during that, too, I think. The, the blue no, one, that's what I meant. The blue one. That's what I meant. Yeah, Arthur, yeah. not yeah. John. I was thinking of Red Dead 1. Yeah, the yeah you get Arthur's one. outfit at, at level 100. Which you get that, too, though. You get John's outfit through that. Do you? Yeah. I probably already have it then. Yeah, didn't I'm even guessing notice. you do. Yeah. So, been playing that. It, we talk about this all the time, but you know, I didn't play it for like a week because I was pissed. Logged on to it. God, that game. Just, I, every time I turn it on, I look at it and I'm like, a game can't look this good. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't get it. I don't get <laughs> how it looks good in all the different, because it's not just you stare at a screenshot, right? It's mm-hmm. like you come over a hill and like the way the moonlight hits things or the way the, the, sunlight goes through the trees and just all these different aspects like the wind will blow over and slowly blow over like dust and stuff and it's mm-hmm. just it's unbelievable the environment in that game i think it's mostly because you know there's a lot of extra processing power since there are no animals in the game <laughs> ever <laughs> you know they're able to you know use those assets you know, to make <laughs> everything look it. much it's better it's actually yeah. 8k now so yeah. <laughs> that's exactly right so for people who don't know what we're talking about, Red Dead Online has a, a big bug that people are pretty furious about and has been going for months where once you get over a certain number of players on a server, and we've talked about this yeah, a little 15 bit, or 16. The, um, the animals in the world disappear. They're just, they don't spawn. And nope. so you can't kill things, you can't get pelts. All, you hear all the sounds, it sounds like yeah. they're there. It sounds like they're so there. If you're playing surround sound, you look, but there's nothing there. Nope. Um, the only the nice thing is Rockstar finally just today, today right yep. just today acknowledged it as an issue and said they have a fix coming. So we'll see. I know that's going to make a lot of people's day if you go on the Red Dead Online Reddit. Oh man! Every day there's multiple posts yep. at the top around where the f are all the animals? It's crazy, man. Because it's it's an integral part of the game. Well, yeah. I mean, they, there's a role, you know, and I wrote about it called the trader role. 
that relies on you hunting yep. and getting animals and pelts. There are <laughs> daily challenges yeah. that you have <laughs> to <laughs> kill animals Did for. Did you log in today by chance? No. Which one? What's that? <laughs> daily challenges. So there's like what nine or something yeah, right there's nine and then there's like the specialist yeah. rules so yeah. of the nine like daily ones like seven of them where it had to do with like animal parts and someone on reddit <laughs> someone is like rockstar are you taking the piss yeah. which if you're not familiar with english phrases like basically are you effing kidding me yeah um and uh yeah so it's kind of funny but yeah long story short um still a great game regardless sure. um but it'll be great once they fix that it'll once feel they like fix a proper that, game again. i'll be back yeah I uh, went back and played some Gears 5 this nice. week. Um, keep going back to that. They had the latest update. Contus is in the game now. If you're a big Gears guy, you'll know who Contus is. Great character. Amazing. Um, he looks fantastic in the game. Uh, and they fixed the Nasher. So, Gears... If you're like me and you've played Gears since the first, uh, there's always debates over that feel of the Nasher. Which the shotgun. shotgun. The yeah. shotgun. Yeah, Nasher. Um... The fact that I had to tell you. That I knew. Okay, all right. Scare me. Yeah. Because um, I know our listeners know what the Nasher is. I, I know what the Nasher is. <laughs> um, so after the update previous to this one, something just felt off about it. They modified it to, to try and make it better. And as usual, they made it worse. And then, you you know, you turn and swing and shoot someone and you get the pellet marks, but they wouldn't die. And you're like, what is going on here, you know? So logged in. I... My screen might as well just been body parts. I mean, I was Fantastic. blowing people apart. I was. I told uh, my buddy who I play with right away. I was like, "Oh my god, this feels so good again." So they fixed that, added character, um, some good updates. So you know, as always, it's fun to jump back into gears. And then just so I could talk about it, I da- re-downloaded Battlefield Five and logged in to see where that game is. I thought Into the Jungle was already out, but it wasn't. But I did play the Pacific War, which is on those classic battlefield maps like Iwo Jima and uh, Wake Island. Still an absolutely gorgeous game. Oh, yeah. Um, And, you know, I was getting my ass kicked because I haven't played that game. I didn't know where I was going. Uh, You know, I don't know the gear. I just haven't played. Um, But I was still enjoying it. It just felt good to me. Um, Mm -hmm. Chaotic is always in Battlefield, but I just, you know... I'm not close enough to it to understand all the criticisms that it gets beyond what we've already talked right. about, of course. So, but um, yeah. Anyway, so that's what I've been playing. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to trying to journey the Savage Planet. My uh, PC comes Friday. Just heard so. Nice. And then what else comes Friday? Um, Fantasy Star Online Two Beta. There's another game coming out that I cannot remember for the life of me that I'm really kind of looking forward to. But mm. yeah, there's not a. It's not a whole lot. I'm going to look it up while you talk okay. about But yeah, so I built a new PC. Didn't really plan on it, mostly for editing. But, um, you know, obviously it's got to play some games. And I researched monitors like crazy. And, of course, I ordered like a 32-inch curved 140-44 hertz monitor. And then talking to one of my PC buddies, which was a mistake to begin with. And he's like, yes. man, he's like, I've got the ultra-wide Alienware. And he's like, once you go ultra-wide, you won't go back. And I'm like, damn it. So I literally have two <laughs> monitors on the way here, I'm gonna have to send the 32 inch back because I'm getting the 34 inch Alienware ultra wide. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to that. It's gonna be fun to jump back in. Um, you know, just from an editing perspective, giving me a lot more power to get some things done. And um, but I'm looking forward to jumping into World of Tanks. I don't know if anyone listens to us plays World of Tanks. I played that game for years. Um, I'm really looking forward to jumping back into that. I you know, there's a lot of people critical of that game. I rejoined that subreddit and started talking with people and. 
I don't know what the state of the game is like right now, but still looking forward to jumping back in. So that'll be fun. I've also figured with an ultra wide, I may check out like Witcher 3 or Red Dead on PC just to see for myself like. in 120 frames, you know, and just see. It's be that insane, could be dangerous, man. though. Yeah. Could be real dangerous. Yeah. So it's not this week, it's the 11th, uh, is Yakuza 5. The part of the remastered edition. You were telling out. me. Yeah, yep. we talked last week about that one. Yep. And then uh, Zombie Army 4 comes out. Yep. Reviews are out that today. They're mixed. Seem yep. to be... We didn't... You know, that's one I uh, could have gotten a copy of early and to review it and just didn't. Mm. Um, but that is... Um, it seems to be mixed. I saw some reviews like eights. I saw some like fives. So, it's kind of a mix. Yeah. And then, let's see here. Uh, that's really it. Not, not much this week. Dark Crystal that I'm going to get for sure. Yeah, and yeah. review that for the side because that it's been that was like when I, when I was a kid, it was one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I love right. the Netflix series. I still um, watch it. I thought this game was coming out in like September for some reason. So that's what confused me when you said it tonight because I thought it was already out. Yeah. So yeah, I, I thought it was supposed to come out. I think it was supposed to come out in the fall. Okay. Or you know either that or they just never really put like a. I mean, it doesn't look like it's going to blow anybody away. No, no, no. But if you're a fan. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm super excited about this. And you Next know, week? Uh, the, tomorrow, I think. The 4th. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sweet. There yep. you go. On Tuesday. So I'll be playing that, and then I'll play Yakuza 5 through that on uh, next week. So okay. I got some stuff coming out to got some stuff to hold you tie over. me over to we, Doom, we, maybe. I was going to say, we were, we've been talking a lot about Doom being the March game. I completely forgot Ori. Oh, yeah. Ori's in March too, so oh, we get gosh. Ori and Doom almost back to back, and both of those, Doom has one of the coolest collector's editions. You know, for people like me, I've seen it in a while. I saw that helmet at E3, and it's yep. effing Damn. awesome. But Ori, if you're interested, has a really cool collector's edition too. Nice box soundtrack, and it's only like fifty bucks. So Ugh. if you're interested, well, I know you don't collect those, but for listeners that collect that stuff, if you haven't seen that, definitely check it out. Yeah, even even next month is is you know it's a little bit light. You know, you got Ori. You got, um, what is the other one? The uh, Doom. And then the show's coming out next month for PlayStation, um, Persona 5. You know, it's a, there's just a, such a lull. You know and, what I mean? Until, it's, just, it's really until May. But, I mean, right. Do, Doom and Ori, are, both of those games are going to be bigger than their predecessors. Right. Especially with Doom saying twice the size. So, I think just between Ori and Doom alone, I'll probably put, you know, oh, you 70, know 80, 90 hours. So. Gears Tactics when it comes out. Oh, I can't wait for that oh. yet. Yeah, PC. I can do that New now. PC! Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So, yeah. Anyway, all right, so we'll wrap it up here. This week, uh, I mentioned this last week, but it, the shipping was delayed for whatever reason, but the Leshen statue, the Witcher Leshen statue from Dark Horse is coming, I think Wednesday or Thursday this week, so look for my unboxing and kind of video review on that by this weekend. Um, you're doing the review for Journey of the Savage Planet, so if you're you know curious on our thoughts about that game, we'll have that up. Uh, finishing up, I think I mentioned this last week too. I'm just trying to make this uh, a worthwhile article, so taking my time on it. Not one of those things we just rush out, you know, kind of make a list, but underappreciated titles of the generation. Um, kind of doing my homework because, as you can imagine, you, there's a couple that come to mind, right? Then you start doing a bunch of research and you're like, oh, I forgot about that game. Mm-hmm. And I forget, it's been seven years. Yeah. So, you know, I'm trying to make sure Jeez. I kind of capture all the games that kind of our audience would think is being underappreciated. I've come across some gems there, so working on that and um coming in the near future probably not this week but i'll mention it anyway gonna do a preview on uh, magic legends so the arpg that came out so i was actually um 
someone reached out and turned me on to kind of like additional information on that, which mm-hmm. was kind of cool. So going to do a preview. I know Game Informer did a lot on it this week. That was like their monthly thing they do. Um, but uh, it'd be cool to kind of shed some more light on that game too. Cool. So, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. So talked to someone, uh, talked to another buddy of ours, uh, or at least mine who I talked to, uh, Wilmy Hood. So if you follow us on Twitter, you probably know who Wilmy is. He's a good community member, donates to a lot of causes. He runs his own uh, Giving Beyond the Box podcast, so he's going to join us in a future episode as well. Sweet. So good times. So that's coming uh, in the near future when we when we work it out and we feel like we have a good kind of topic to bring a guest on for. So. Anyway, that'll wrap us up. That's BigCast91. Anything yeah. else? No, man. All good. Only uh, after this, eight episodes away from 100. It's crazy. So, nuts. Yep, we're doing it naked. <laughs> I did. I have not agreed to this. <laughs> Surprise. That, that, <laughs> More breaking news. I, I was about to say that week will be audio only, but that wouldn't even help the situation. No, so, nope. Yeah. Not at all. All right, guys. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Oh, we will see you next week.